Well, alarm went off this morning. I was in the middle of a wonderful dream. I thought I was Joe Pride, uh, just eating grapes in the Bahamas after all the money he's won this year with all these, these good horses. His son, Brave, he's still eating paint off the walls. How are you? Good. <laughs> Only staring you. Um, yeah. Was the highlight for you, Cold Crusher? You one of your phase winning last start, making a, a, a mockery of them at Newcastle in the Big Hunter? Oh, I'm just sitting there. Um... Everest is hard to go past, but <laughs> it just means something extra special when it's one of your ones that win. So, um, now he's tough. Everest is a close second, but they're, they're well clear, those two. So yeah, yeah, big yeah. memories probably in my whole dad's career, really, with yeah. Everest. Absolutely. Something very, very special indeed. And I'll get an update on those horses in a moment. Just with Cole Crutch, are you mad if you don't sort of, sort of try and target that race every year at Newcastle? Yeah, it's a perfect race, 1,300. It's a real sweet spot for him. We find 1,400 can be stretching him out of touch unless it's on a heavy track and 1200 is just maybe a bit sharp for him so when he's that standing he really is able to roll and get into a perfect rhythm and I don't think he's been beat I think he's been beat once of the 13 and he almost beat think about that day so it's a good distance for him why do you love him so much Cole Crusher he's, he just stands out as a character I remember when I was first started working here I wasn't allowed to walk any horses because I was only 14, 15, that was like up, uh, proper working. And um, he just always stuck his head out the door, give you a couple of his, um, he, he can be a bit of a firecracker at times. Um, I'm sure a lot of people might have seen that in the past. He can he can get pretty loose, but um, no, he's very sweet and interesting character. You're telling us he's very intelligent. He's got feelings. He hurt you one day and he knew it. Yeah, well, he, he was more worried about getting in trouble, I think. He was very, very um, standoffish, but... Um, no, he can. He's very um. He's very smart. He can read whoever's handling him. If they're a bit nervous, he can take the Mickey out of them a bit. Um, <laughs> he he definitely knows who's around him, and he's very aware. Like he doesn't let the car the Cairo touch him. Uh, just as soon as he sees the Cairo, he'll be in the back of his box, won't let anyone near him. So he's um. Yeah, he's very um sensitive, but very smart. Has he got big, strong hands? I don't know if I'd like someone sticking their fingers in my back. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no, so what's he going to run in next prep, Cole Crush, you reckon? Uh, so first up, we'll go on the expressway. Um, we're, we're tossing and turning about putting the blinkers on first up. Usually with most other horses, we um, leave them off first up and then get wait till they're fully fit. But he's only off a short let up, and if it's a winnable race, it'll be hard to take him off him the way he won the Hunter. Um, so that'll be first up. Then maybe uh, a Canterbury or a Newmarket. They're ambitious races, but there isn't much around for him until the winter, really. So we'll have a short prep. And um, after that, um, it's just maybe maybe William Reed if temperatures didn't turn up. Otherwise, we'll probably just put him in the paddock and get him ready for a Kingsford Smith, 1,300 metres. Well, a horse that was left in your wake there, running fourth uh, at, in the hunter behind Cole Crusher, is a horse you've now got, Marzi. Just tell us how this uh, sort of materialised with Triple Crown giving the, the Pride Stable this horse. It's won over 7.7 .7 million. Yeah, he's a, a very well-achieved horse. He'd be, he's hard not to uh, be recognised by most people. He's very, um, he's a big name, and uh, we're very appreciative for them to give that horse to us. Um, and hopefully we can uh, find his best. Any idea what he might run in? Um, so he could either run in a challenge or a galaxy first up. I'm more think he'd run the galaxy. Um, we've had good luck in the galaxy. We've run three of them. Um, and there's more of the catalogs, I think, it's just wet tracks as everyone knows. He's, he's up there with the best of them on wet tracks. He's probably just touch off them on the dry. So 
So um, we'll be looking for the wet tracks as we usually get in the autumn. And he's formed this preparation, you know, far from hopeless. I just, you wouldn't have heard me, but I talked about his Everest run when he got absolutely poleaxed by that good mare of, of Wallers in the race. It took Espiona took a left-hand turn flattening. Yeah, no, it's hard to judge his last. If he ran well, um, I don't think any of the runs were maybe below par. I think he was just finding hard tracks and wasn't performing on it. And a few unlucky runs like the Everest. Well, think about it. Tell me, he had that one subsequent run, of course, in the winner's race where he probably had to sit out without cover outside lead there. wasn't to his advantage and he made you know, end of a long prep and so on. So how is he freshened up and when's he going to run? Think about it. Take us through his program, please, Brave. Yeah, so um, I think that run at the end of the prep two was more him crying out for a bit more ground. I think he just, we prepped him right for the Everest, but he's not a true sprinter. Um, he's come back and he's put on, I think, 20 kilos or something. He's really muscled up. Um, he's always been a bit of a big, wiry coat hanger, but um, he's muscled up a fair bit. We're still being that big, lean, athletic athlete that he is. Um, he'll be going the Canterbury first up, then he'll be going George Ryder, Doncaster. And if he if he wanted Doncaster or ran really well, we'd probably throw him in a Queen Elizabeth. Or if he show, is showing us that he wants less ground, maybe bring him back to an all-aged. What sort of rating? He's going to get a bit of weight, isn't he? Yeah, he'll probably have to carry, I think we spoke to him at Capo, it was about 58, 59, um, which is no easy task. But he seems like he's a bit of a freakish horse. And I don't, I don't have any doubts about the mile. The way he won that Stradbroke just shows he's, he was strong through the line, and the mile will only make him better. Yeah, what a year he had. The features he won this year, Liverpool City Cup, Takeover Target, Gosford, Stradbroke, Kingsford Smith Prior, both Group 1s, Premier Stakes, Everest, 20 million, and last start third in the year, 1,300 behind Bell and Nipotina and Private Eye. Speaking of Private Eye, how's he doing? Yeah, very well. He's another one. He's, um, he, every time he goes to Takeover Force, it just seems like he gets stronger and I don't, I'm not saying he's improved from last prep. He only needs to be about where he was last prep. He was very unlucky last prep, but um, he's proper muscly and we're cutting him down now, but he'll be ready for a lightning first up against Imperatrice. And I'd like to think we could test her out a bit and make it an interesting race. The only thing is he has to give a start, but he was sexually brilliant there at Flemington, wasn't he, a couple of seasons back before he, yeah. he ran in the Everest when he ran second yeah, to Giga Kick. Yeah, he's, um, he was pretty quick in the shorts and... The Everest, he wasn't too far off him. I, I think he was sit about, uh, even with a horse like Imperatrice and where they settle, um, she's a very good mare. There's no doubts about that. But um, he's, he's probably a sprinter that hasn't had the best of luck on the big days. And, yeah, I'd like to think we could maybe test her out a bit uh, at Flemington. All right. Uh, and who rides these horses, of course? And will Blinkers be on him first up, Private Eye? Yeah, he always wears blinkers. Okay. For riders, uh, I'm assuming it will be Na uh, Nash Willer on him as he was last prep. Uh, Sam Clifford will be on Think About It. Right. Um, I'm Cole Crusher. I should know that name. And um, probably, we haven't decided for Marzu. We're just going to see how he comes back. But um, he, I, no one's done a bad job on him. So we'll just wait and see what pops up and what looks suitable. It used to be Sam's headline horse before Think About It came along. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, again, Sam's an option. Tommy's ridden him many times. Nash Rome last start. Uh, they're all jockeys we use. So, um, yeah, we'll see, we'll see how he's going at the time and who looks suitable. This is what Lake Varte. Tell me her history. Uh, have you always had her or not? I'm just trying to recall. Yeah, we've always had her. Um, she's yeah. been a very unlucky horse. She had um, uh, knee chips when she was a younger horse and... Um, a few times that she got wet tracks at the wrong time, and um, but she's in form at the moment, and 
today will be uh, a big day for her. Hopefully she can either win or get a placing for the owners, get the black type on the page. Who was the stay-in? Uh, reliable Man. Okay, when uh, was she covered? Oh, sorry. Oh, no, sorry, no. She's um, so she's not um, in false. Oh, sorry, sorry I think she's, she's in false. No. Sorry. Okay. No, no, she's been for a page more than anything. <laughs> oh, right, no worries. Well, what about a hat trick today? Uh, she's drawn seven. We know she'll get off. Is there enough pace in this for her to run over them, Lekvart? Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm pretty sure we drew pretty well, but I remember. Oh, seven, yes, right. Um, it was, it was a bit of a, it's a decent draw. She gets back and goes to the hard track and back markers, but she looks the um, the most informed horse in the race and should be hard to beat with the way she's tracking along. She's been on fire this crap. What about this horse, the Black Cloud? When are we going to see the Black Cloud run the filly? Is she in today? She's running today, isn't she? Yeah, she's running today. She's a, she's a very nice filly. I have a lot of time for her. Um, she's a very speedy filly. I think she's very push button. So um, I think a got track like Austin won't trouble her. Uh, the horse, the gaze, looks pretty quick, so she'll be on pace. She's very fast filly and... Um, I think she'd definitely give a sight today. Yeah, she's by Seamus Award, and both the trials have been quite soft. One of those was on the synthetic, wasn't it? Yeah, no, she's she's um she's quite a speedy little uh, early type of filly, and I, th- I think she's very genuine. So um, again, I think she'll be at least in the top three. Brave Mission Value runs in race four at odds, drawn one for Adam Hieronymus. What are you thinking today with him? Yeah, he ran great first up at Canterbury. He's had a bit of a not a break between runs, but a bit of a freshen up and. Adam sticks with the ride, so hopefully we can just park sort of maybe a touch closer than the other day. And Gossett is an easy track for Barrier 1, but I think he should run a big race with the way he went first up. That's Mission Value Race 4, 6. And just back to Lekvart uh, today, Race 6, 2 is $3 favourite. And what other horse can we follow, um, you know, during the autumn period from the stable that we haven't mentioned? Ooh, um, I wouldn't doubt that Cheerwolf still. I think he was very unlucky the other day. He never saw daylight. Um, he's, he's a very promising horse. I think all our carnival horses have come back great. They spelled really well. Uh, obviously, the Cold Crushers, uh, think about it, and um, Private Eyes. Mars, uh, if he hits wet tracks, I'm, I think it should be a really good order for the team. Argentia has actually really come back well. He's another one that just needs wet tracks. So, um, no, I think it should be a big order for the team that we should follow up with. Which was the first one you just dropped out when you said uh, it was unlucky the other day? Which horse were you making reference to? Oh, Chia Wolf was quite unlucky the other day. Um, he never saw daylight. I think he was a, actually a really big hidden run. Uh, he'll be going for a, either an Eskimo Prince or straight into the Hobartville first up. And I think he's still on track and up to par with those good three-year-olds. All right, there we go. Is that how you say it? I wasn't sure. That's the that's the uh, Tavistock three-year-old. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Chia Wolf. It's Chia Wolf, is it? Or Kia Wolf. Kia Wolf, okay. Either. Either one of the two, I'm not sure. Okay. Lovely to talk to you, and thanks for all your help this year. It's been a great year, and I hope your dad's looked after you in some regard with all that money that he's, he's rolling in at the moment. So, given you're doing all the hard, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing my best. Thanks, Brave. Thank you. Brave Pride. They're terrific, aren't they? Uh, Brave and also Joe, particularly with their time on uh, Racing HQ all year, and uh, Joe would have been under enormous pressure uh, with these horses too, heading into the Everest, and he was able to get both horses to peak and run their hearts out on the day. And of course, winning it and a private eye, very brave in defeat, wasn't he?